0: Hey, what's going on, everybody? It's Val. I just wanted to let everybody know that before you listen to this, and if you didn't read the headline, if you haven't seen Deadpool 2 yet, this is a highly, highly, highly spoiler, kind of conversation-esque podcast, and if you're not interested in that whatsoever, back away, come back again. I, I want you to, you know, get a subscribe going, and, you know, maybe even leave a comment or two, but at the end of the day, we don't want to spoil things if you haven't watched it. But after you do watch the movie, come back, take a listen, have a couple of laughs with us, and hopefully you enjoy this. So this is about to start in a three, a two, a one. Let beauty come out of ashes. What's going on, everybody? Well, conversations. It's me, Val, alongside of my guest, J Dog. And we're going to be talking about the movie that everybody's talking about right now. We're going to go into spoiler territory. We're going to have some fun with the movie that pokes fun of you just as much as it pokes fun of all the other universe. Deadpool 2. What's up, Jay? I'm all right.
1: A little stressed out, but. Not not because of school, just keep dealing with people.
0: (laughs) Okay, well, you know, side conversation here. Why are you stressed out?
1: Uh, It's like, you know, like when when one person asks you for something, and then you go and you try to accomplish that, and then another person asks you on the way there, then it just keeps happening.
0: It kind of sounds like a a vicious cycle going over and over again. Best of luck to you when it comes to that. I know you're having a crazy week yourself right now, and I do thank you for coming on the show. Um, This is something we wanted to do yesterday and probably the day before. We just haven't had a chance to. But, yeah, let's talk about it. Let's go deep into what is Deadpool 2. This is spoiler cast. We're going to have a lot of fun with this. Uh, We won't go beat by beat for the movie. We'll talk about our favorite parts, our worst parts, what we liked, what we didn't like, and... We'll have some fun. So, all around, Jay, tell me, how did you feel about this movie?
1: Uh, I give it a,
0: I give it a five out of five. Mmm. A five out of five. Why is that? Because it had
1: everything to me it had the fight scenes, it had the comedy, it captured the character, it, all aspects of the character to me. Um, the only kind of letdown to me was I was, it wasn't really a letdown. It was more of an expectation that I had, and it was a high one. I was expecting to see death in this movie.
0: Yeah, I mean, we saw death, but not. Well, well elaborate the character. You- the character. Okay, you so you thought actually Deadpool was gonna die?
1: No, no, no. I thought I thought the character Death was gonna be in this movie.
0: Oh, that would have be been interesting as well too.
1: Yeah, I was. I was expecting it. I was. I was actually expecting him to have to build a relationship with her instead of with his current boo
0: okay all right so you want to actually see deadpool have a relationship with death from the comic books rather than uh the vanessa character continue on yeah um i definitely could see that um me myself i give it maybe a four out of five i still like the first one a tad bit better you know I think it was a shock and awe when it came to Deadpool 1. And with this one, we kind of already knew what we were getting ourselves into. We knew we were going to get fourth-wall-breaking raunchy comedy with a couple of uh, pervertedness uh, and growing limbs and things of that nature happening. So I was already set for that. Um, I I like it. I want to love it, but I like it. I think it suffers on a couple of things. I I think no main villain really kind of destroys this movie a little bit there's not a real central villain i mean we know that cable is chasing them and you have um uh fire fist as well too trying to have his arc and whatnot Then juggernaut's there as well as a side character but there's no real overwhelming villain like there was in the first one of ajax and um i think that's what suffered and you know what to be honest i didn't like cable that's true in the trailer
1: it made it seem like and I'm not saying I want trailers to tell me my movies like the Fast and Furious trailers and the Star Wars trailers and all that. Right. But it, the trailers made it seem like Cable was this overwhelmingly powerful character that Deadpool was going to be facing off against for at least a good part of the movie. When in reality, he faced off against Cable for maybe less than 30 minutes, maybe 30 minutes. Yeah. And it I was buddy-buddy.
0: And I, you know what? Uh, the buddy buddy stuff worked better. Um, of course, you know, harkening back to the days of Deadpool and Cable back in the nineties. But um, I just felt that Josh Brolin's character for Cable, I, I, I didn't see. I didn't see Cable. I saw Josh Brolin, and I, I, I felt like he didn't capture the character as much as he could. I felt like I didn't really get a sense of his mission that much i mean yeah he's gonna kill the kid because he killed his family but bro it looks like your future was already kind of fucked up to begin with to be going after this one kid you could have been like deadpool says you know going back in history killing hitler or something like that but you're going you know to kill this one guy which is kind of funny kind of you know fourth wall breaking in a sense but i didn't like his motivation too much um i i thought there would be a little bit more of X-Men lore, especially since he's the son of Scott Summers. I thought maybe would have got that, something with, with uh, his daughter Hope, which is not really his daughter, but he takes as a surrogate daughter in a way uh, in the comic books. I, I felt like I wanted something like that to come about. Maybe I was asking for too much. Maybe I was expecting too much for Cable, but he was a little bit of a letdown for me. Yeah, I
1: could see it, it, it didn't really feel like um, strong motivation, but back to the, his world, don't you think his world was suffering the way it was because of Fire Fist?
0: Uh, maybe, uh, but you know, we've seen, we seen so many of like the uh, altered, alternate histories from the X-Men movies now where, you know, Sentinels are running crazy or maybe there's a, a future where apocalypse goes crazy and whatnot. You know, in my, in, it, it, it very, it, his character kind of contradicts himself then. Um, there's even parts where you know he's looking into the mirror and he's looking at the the nanobites that are eating up his body. And I thought, cool, we're gonna get that story. where We're gonna get you know the the flesh eating disease that he has, uh, and, and it's tearing him apart. But he didn't even mention it whatsoever. He just looked at his body and called it a day. I was like, ah, oh, sucks to be me, and I'm the yeah. like life. <laughs> so I was like, you know, I wanna, you know for hardcore fans, we know you know, there's a connection to Apocalypse, there's a connection to Scott Summers and Mr. Sinister. There's so many connections for Cable that you could have really dove into, but you kind of didn't. I felt like the movie was also uh, very fast-paced, not in a bad way, because, you know, it did move pretty well, but I felt like there was not enough story building. I felt like we got the X-Force kind of characters. They came and went. I felt like we got the Vanessa Death that came and went. I felt that we got... The X-Mansion that came and went. Everything was pretty much like step one, step two, step three, step four. And I didn't get a chance to breathe. I think I want a chance to breathe in this movie.
1: Yeah, I agree. I think that everything moving fast was okay. Apart from the X-Force dying, I was so disappointed to not get those characters a little bit longer. I at least wanted to have some fights.
0: Yeah, yeah, with Terry Crews, I was surprised he died so fast, you know. Yeah, he was um, the biggest surprise to me. Yeah, I wanted to see how his power set was with Betlam, and I wanted to see Shadow Scar- uh, Star's power set as well, too. You know, there was a lot of characters. Um, uh, I forget who was the guy, the, the invisible guy as well, too. Oh, that, yeah. they, <laughs> that everybody thought wasn't there, but Deadpool knew he was there, and then he gets shocked by the electrical wiring, Caught which fired. is funny. <laughs> um, And Peter! Peter was great. He Peter was. was a great X-Force character that just walked in and it was like, sure, and, uh, like, rest in peace, Peter, but maybe not rest in peace, Peter. Yeah, it was
1: great. I, loved, I love how they take characters like Peter and, like, the the old grandma and Dope and they give them meaning. Like, they're just regular Joshua people, but they make them, they, like, over-glorify them
0: you know what? That's just coming from the comic books as well, too. Deadpool has a lot of, like, these one-off kooky characters that you wouldn't really think would be in these books. Like, I believe he has one called Bob that's in – I could be wrong. People might be yelling right now. But there's a character named Bob, I think, in the comic books who's part of Hydra. And, yes, he's this, you know, Hitler-esque, you know, fashionist Nazi character. But he's just a guy that does his job, like, every other day. And Deadpool was like, oh, it's you, Bob. How you doing? And, you know, we kind of got that, I think, in Deadpool 1. But, like, he always has these little one-off characters that he's, like, high-fiving that shouldn't be there. That you know they could probably die in a second. But, hey, it's Deadpool. Anything can happen. And I felt like we got this in this movie. Anything can happen. Anything will and can happen. And which was fun. It was a fun ride. Um The things I liked about the movie the most, um, let's see. Uh The comedy was fun. Uh, I like the emotional death in this movie. I know people are like, oh, it's a Deadpool movie. I don't want to talk about my emotions and my feelings, but I like the redemption arc. I like that every little step he took was a necessary step to get to redemption, whether it's trying to get to Vanessa again in the afterlife, whether it's um, trying to find a family, trying to find a place. You see him in the X-Mansion trying to find a family. You see him trying to find a family through X-Force. You see him trying to find a family through Cable and through Russell as well, too. So this, this is a very family-orientated movie, in my opinion.
1: Yeah, it was. I think that I liked that, too. Like, it wasn't just your typical Deadpool that, like, we saw. In the, I wouldn't have minded if we got, like, the same Deadpool from the last movie. But I think it was a good change. It wasn't, like, a huge shift, like how the Guardians of the Galaxy was. But it was yeah. a good shift. It was just, you know, building his character, which I liked. And the, I really liked how, he, how the director showed him kind of leaving consciousness and diving through, the, like, that vast ocean to... Um, get to Vanessa, and then getting pulled back every time.
0: Definitely, I think that uh, definitely it looks like he he took that from um, Get Out with the sunken place a little bit. It kind of reminded me of that scene there where he's just sinking into the water or sinking to a place where he can't reach. Finally gets to his destination. There's that literal wall that the visible wall that you can't see that he can't get to her until he does something redeeming. And um, yeah, it, you know, a very very emotional movie even when the movie starts, you know, you get that uh, let's talk about the beginning of the movie, because I find it hilarious for people who um, oh, lost man. Logan and were sad about the ending of Logan. You weren't the only ones, because Deadpool is over here with a toy figure of Logan with a big lock stuck in the, in the middle of him cursing Logan out, saying fuck you, Logan, if you're gonna die in your movie, I'm gonna die too, and he blows himself up, essentially.
1: Man, I was sad when just pressed a button. Like, <laughs> I hated it. I hate the way that Logan died in that movie. Yes. I, like, I understand he's going through a lot. There's a lot of factors that played into it. But, damn, I feel like if he just... They just pulled that stick out. I feel like he could have came back maybe in a couple of you days. You weren't the only
0: one. You, you saw Deadpool as well, too. Ryan Reynolds is going to complain about that. Because, essentially... Um, he, Ryan Reynolds has been shipping the fact that he wants Hugh Jackman to do one movie with him, a log, you know, Wolverine versus Deadpool movie from the comic books as well too. Everybody wants to see it, but I guess, you know, with Logan being Logan as it is, Wolverine dying, we probably won't see that. But, you know, um that came and you know, it was a very emotional beginning too cuz you think maybe he's just very being very fourth wall breaking and and killing himself just to kill himself because Logan's dying, but you know, you retract a couple of months later or before, well, days before and you see that it's because of him that Vanessa dies and that's why he's trying to kill himself.
1: Yeah, that her death was like perfect to me. I think that at first, yeah, it felt kinda early, but as the movie went on it was like, no, I think it was good timing for her to die the way that she did. Especially being that it really did feel like almost his fault indirectly, because he didn't throw the last knife. Now, I mean, he did, but he missed.
0: Right. And you know what's crazy as well, too? You know, we get that scene of responsibility of uh, trying to take responsibility for Vanessa's death. You know, he, he finds the criminal. You know, he gives him an emotional hug, which we think, like, what the hell is going on? Where he's just trying to kill himself with the criminal uh, as a truck crashes both uh, crashes into both of them, which is pretty powerful as well, too, because you're like, damn, Deadpool will go to any lengths to kill somebody. But that spoke volumes. It was like he feels responsible, so he's gonna kill the killer and himself as well, too.
1: Yeah, I loved I loved when he hugged him. It was it was confusing at first. It was like is he hugging them out of pain? Like he just needs a hug right now. He's going mm-hmm. through a lot. Or is he is he about to like really brutally murder this man, but he needs to hug him before he does it. But when he when he stepped in front of the car that was I don't think that they could have done a better way of showing how he felt in that moment.
0: Now you say that, but I I, I've, I've heard from different sources as well too, that the director, David Leach, who, who also uh, was one of the directors of John wick. He stated that they shot multiple suicide scenes where Depples is trying to kill himself. And every time he does it, something backfires and his healing factor always saves his ass. So, do you you actually like the fact that we got that truck scene and then the blow-up scene with the gas cans? Or would you have rather see that multiple suicide attempt montage that he tried to pull?
1: I liked the explosion in the truck because I feel like the explosion was a devastating attempt. Right. Like, he tried really hard. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And then, the truck, it was just kind of like, I give up on life, depression. Yeah. And like... (laughs) Especially afterwards when he goes to the the old lady's house and he stuffs the cocaine bag in his face and he just Oh my it. god, that
0: was that fantastic that was hilarious. The he does a LeBron like and LeBron what is it? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that was hilarious. I was I almost shat myself with that one. That was too funny. I um, wanted him to be like maximum effort when he said that. <laughs> <laughs> if he had said that, uh, that, would, that
1: would have been the only way to top it off for me. We
0: do get a maximum effort w- uh, toward the end where he's fighting with Cable. He's asking for a gun. And Cable's like, nah. So he just picks up the brick and he's like, a maximum effort. <laughs> so th- that was hilarious. Um, we get some classic Deadpool lines. Um, how did you feel like a- after that moment there, the connection with him and Colossus still? So we see that connection from the first movie where Colossus still sees a uh, redemption in Deadpool. Brings him to the X-Mansion and takes care of him, essentially, trying to uh, not force him, but like trying to get him on board of being an X-Man. Did you enjoy that, I want to say, 10 minutes of the X-Mansion scene? I did. I liked how it
1: was like, he's really trying to look out for Deadpool. And he's, he's. it was almost like an uh, apprentice and a teacher type relationship. Okay. Except... Deadpool obviously didn't accept him as any type of teacher or anything. Deadpool was more like, you're just a guy I know who won't leave me alone. And I'm just going to do what I want and take advantage of being a part of this team.
0: Okay. How would you feel about uh, uh, Negasonic Teenage Warhead and her um, girlfriend? What's her name? Yukio? Uh, I, think it, it, I think it's something like that. You, I think it is
1: Yukio. Yeah. I love... <laughs> I loved him and or her and Deadpool always saying hi and bye. That was hilarious. I don't even. I wish they would have given like a thirty second snippet of how they met, or or maybe like a a backstory for her, just uh, you know, something corny.
0: I think it's fine. You know, they came out and they, you know, hey, we're gay, we're here. That that's cool, and I, I like that aspect. But I, I don't know. I something seems so authentic every time you see Ryan Reynolds playing Deadpool's reactions to Yukio. I think think it's very off the cuff. It's, you know, there's no script with that. It's just like him doing whatever he can imagine in his head that he sees an anime character for the first time. So the way he waves is very anime-like, you know, whether it's like his hand gestures or the way he pronounces her name or the way he says goodbye to her. It's just hilarious. It's like very anime-like.
1: Yeah, it was and um the way i like they a lot of movies and shows don't just have that integrated like without forcing it a lot a lot of times very much so they force especially in tv shows they make it almost like like in supergirl for instance the show
0: right
1: they really force it upon you like okay yeah there's a gay couple like it's okay you don't have to stress it. It's not the main point of the show or the movie. It's just there. It happened. It's normal.
0: Exactly. It should feel normal. It shouldn't feel like we have to do this to grab an audience. And, and I never agreed on that. I know a lot of people in the gay community as well, too, that, that look at that and they're like, well, you know, there's no reason to force that down anybody's throat. That's like, you know, forcing a black man or a Spanish man into a film um, for, for no apparent reason. Yeah, yeah, he's the Mexican in the film and we're going to portray him as the Mexican. There you go. And, you know, where it could have been something authentic and normal and right. And it's crazy um, when you see shows and movies like that to just force things in. This was this felt pretty it it felt pretty authentic, in my opinion. You know, they came holding hands. Yeah. They, you know, she seems like she's just tired of explaining it. I think I like that part right there. She just seem Negasonic deceives that like she's tired of explaining the situation while Yukio just is happy to be there. That is an awesome couple right there. Yeah.
1: I was kind of surprised to see
0: her at the X mansion, though. Really, I, I took it at her as someone that is a mutant herself. I thought so, but I don't remember her showing
1: any abilities.
0: Me either. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it was just one of those things. Like eh, I just seen there. her on the phone the whole time, so I was like, you know, like when they first met. I, for instance, I thought she was gonna be like, "Hey, uh, my name's Yukio, and I can do this."
0: exactly that, that would happen. have
1: been funny and Maybe then, just make
0: a rainbow or something
1: yeah <laughs> and then Depot would have been like okay
0: she i think Deadpool would have loved it she's an x-men but i'm not <laughs> like, reaction <laughs> like that or like um
1: maybe later on like when they were fighting or something she would pop up and be like hey I,
0: you know i can walk through mirrors or something exactly something fun um what scene did you like better Did you like the cameo of the the first class of X-Men students? Did you like the wheelchair scene of Deadpool and Professor X's wheelchair? Or did you like him rubbing down Cerebral? (laughs) Just like trying to figure out how it works.
1: I liked him with Cerebrus and then when he broke it, that was funny. (laughs) That (laughs) was good too. (laughs) And he kept finishing Colossus' sentence before before he got the chance to like, yeah, you don't know how to use that thing.
0: Yes, I do. You know what I noticed? In this movie, we got a lot of Ryan Reynolds without the Deadpool mask and a lot of prosthetic makeup with him, which was cool as well, too. We didn't really get that in the first movie. We got more Deadpool in the mask yeah. and then maybe a little bit of that prosthetic makeup from the beginning of the movie. But this, it felt like more uh, Wade than Deadpool. Could you see that a little bit? Like It's more the human side of Wade than it was with than, than the, the, the mercenary or the assassin or the merc with the mouth. I think we, we got more of a Wade story. Uh,
1: I don't know. I think it was pretty
0: balanced,
1: to be honest. Okay. Especially because throughout the whole movie, there's like emotional roller coasters and shifts and turns. Like in the beginning, he's all happy, you know, mercenary chilling. And then the sadness of his wife, Don, not his wife. Um, were they married? No, I think it was just his girlfriend, right?
0: I think they were married.
1: They might have been.
0: They could have been. I could be wrong on that yeah. one. But yeah.
1: And then um him being all hopeless and everything. And then him trying to find a new purpose, like, oh you know, I saw Vanessa. I couldn't get to her though. This is what I gotta do. I have a mission, you know, he gets this hope up again. So I think between all of that, you know, we had enough Deadpool with the fighting and the cable and the like like um when he's fighting cable and he's like so dark. Are you sure you're not from the D C universe?
0: Okay, I, I do have a problem with that, though. I, I felt like the first movie had a good balance of the fourth wall breaking plus enough story in the movie where I felt like there was shots just to take shots in this movie. And uh, I felt like it's cool to take shots as well, too. But I felt like there was, like, way too many DC references for my taste. And just in my opinion. I felt like, yes, you could poke fun as much as possible, and it's cool. But, yeah, we got the whole, um, you know, oh, sorry, I was late. I was actually fine. A superhero for Cape. And turns out, you know, <laughs> his mom's name is Martha, too. Or the DC reference and things like that, or the Green Lantern reference. I felt like it was a little too much poking the bear. And I felt like, uh, okay, yes, we're getting our chuckles. We know that DC is kind of, you know, suffering a little bit. But at the end of the day, hey, these are comic book movies. You want to see your fellow man make it. I mean, at the end of the day, too, Deadpool is still on the Fox, um, 20th Century Fox Studios, which is up in the air. That studio can go to Disney. That studio can go to Comcast. It all depends. So the future of Deadpool in the next five years is a little bleaker than what DC is. So at the end of the day, yes, you can poke fun as much as possible and break the fourth wall. But as much as I do not agree with DC's decision in movie making, I think people could cut him a little bit of slack.
1: Yeah, as, as far as his next movie, um, assuming that they, they do continue it, I want to see either death in that movie or Spider-Man. So I would like Spider-Man crossover.
0: That'd be tough. That'd be tough to, to put... Um,
1: it would be tough, uh, considering where Spider-Man is right now.
0: Very much so. Like Tom Batman. Holland yeah. with Deadpool. That'd be, even though uh, they do clash so many times in the comic books, um, and it's fun because they're very quick with each other. I don't know how far they would go with that. I think we're more likely to see X-Men crossover with Deadpool rather than Spider-Man at this moment in time. I think we with that. Um, too. um speaking about that, let's talk about another X-Men character that made an appearance in this movie. Let's talk about Juggernaut. How did you like the the look of Juggernaut this time? I think he's a far better character oh, yeah. design yeah, than yeah. we got in X-Men um what was it uh, uh I hate that movie, what is it called again? I was gonna call it third strike. It's definitely not third <laughs> strike. Um, uh, oh, what was it? Last stand, there you go. Yeah, um
1: I at first when he punched the ground, I thought it was Hulk, and I was like, What is why is Hulk there? But then I saw, you know, the helmet and the skin color, and I was like, Oh, that's juggernaut. <laughs> I was not expecting him to be that big. I liked that he was that big. It was like Superhuman, like you're not normal
0: exactly it was
1: like um that that guy from the the League of extraordinary men, right, yeah, it, it was like he's massive, his hand is bigger than your torso like and then his his brutality too like in mo- in most movies you, you get that threat and it you know it gets teased and it comes back later, and you get maybe a significant strike or a fatal strike or something but. You don't get like Mortal Kombat brutalities. You got that in this movie. He's
0: yes, like, you did.
1: I'm going to rip you in half. And then he did.
0: Yes, it, it was pretty. He's pretty graphic. He's pretty vulgar, which I liked as well, too. Telling that he's going to melt Colossus down, making him into a cock running. That was hilarious. <laughs> um, you know, and you know what's even funnier? I found out, too, that the voice. Of, Col- of Colossus, look at me. The voice of Juggernaut is actually Ryan Reynolds, Deadpool oh, himself, wow. which was kind of funny right there. It just, you would have never known. And for some reason, too, I, I don't think he's, his, his body work is credited as a mocap, but his face is actually credited as the, the facial expressions for Juggernaut as well, too. So even though he has the helmet on, just imagine Ryan Reynolds' face in there, too, which is hilarious.
1: I did not pick that up.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah. Little things we <laughs> we find about this movie that are just crazy. It just shows how much of of influence he had on this movie, whether it's budget, whether it's production, whether it's just creative control, he really treated this as his baby.
1: Yeah, that is a lot of work. Two characters in the same movie.
0: Oh man, we've seen it many times, but um I think he's having a lot of fun with this. Um let's talk about the other character here. Uh let's talk about Russell, uh AKA Fire Fist. How did you feel about this teenager and um, not being able to control his powers and just having a bad chip on his shoulder.
1: I loved his almost mini Deadpool personality. Yep, like he was real punkish. He didn't have the power. He didn't have the the control. Yeah, the control and the experience to back it up, but he definitely had the power. And I loved the his like turning evil and being influenced by like people like Juggernaut, it kinda reminded me of like um Jean Gray and Magneto. Yeah. And then her switching between Magneto and Professor X, like who I gotta choose. That was that was nice. And then the <laughs> when he goes to prison, that was great. Him and his little pen.
0: I'm gonna stab him. Yeah, the prison <laughs> scene was interesting in the icebox. It was pretty interesting.
1: The, what shocked me was when they stabbed Deadpool in the hand with the pen, he didn't really react. Like, I know he's a superhero and everything, or, or kind of a superhero, but, like, he had the, the, bra- the neck brace on him to stop his powers. Like, you would think, or at least I was expecting him to have, like, a normal human pain reaction, like, oh, this hurts, and it's not going to heal back. But he was just like, damn, I hate this kid.
0: Well, he's uh, at that point in time, you know, Deadpool is more looking to die in that movie. Like at at the end of the day, you know, after trying to rescue, you know, Russell from himself and failing ultimately at that part as well, too. Yeah. So coming to, you know, his own desires of killing pedophiles, which rightfully so they do need to die. But, you know, he can't be judge, jury and executioner. He goes to prison as well, too, along with Russell and you know he's depowered from these neck braces that kind of remind me of the neck braces in the show Gifted, where they actually put these similar neck, um, I guess, collars, um, units to depower them. I found that pretty interesting as well too. I'm not saying it's a connected universe whatsoever, but I found it interesting that they borrow those things there. But at that point, you know, the healing factor of Deadpool is not working whatsoever. His cancer is taking over his body. He's just looking for any excuse to die at this moment in time and the fastest way as possible. I think if he could choke on his own vomit, he definitely would at that moment.
1: <laughs> yeah, you you probably would. I did I liked how they kept bringing back the cancer. To be honest yes. with you, I forgot he had cancer. <laughs> so, yeah. Every time they reminded me how was like, "Oh yeah, I forgot he had that." And then and... uh his I like how they they never let you forget things like that about the the first movie.
0: Yeah, continuity is pretty much there. Uh, of course, the big bad in besides Juggernaut, we we really don't see in the prison cell. But the big bad that um, is the butt of the joke between Cable and Deadpool is the um, is the prisoner by the name of Black Tom Cassidy, who's hilarious. He's the one that actually stabs Deadpool in the hand when Cable does come in in the prison and starts shooting people around trying to kill Russell. And he kills Black Tom. I swear to God, everybody in the theater was cracking up with the fact that he was calling Cable a racist for killing Black Tom. Even though Black Tom Cassidy is like some Australian white guy there, which was too funny.
1: That was great. He did not stop. (laughs) Even to his death, he's like, you killed Black Tom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And the deaths were funny in this, you know, with Black Tom Cassidy, whether it was, uh, of course, the X-Force characters as well, too. Uh, whether it was um, let me see who else died. This that was pretty funny. When Dope, uh
1: Dopender killed the, the pedophile.
0: Yes, Dopender was who had a better role in, in this movie than he had in the last movie. We find out that he actually killed who was he? His cousin? Yeah, or his...
1: <laughs> either his cousin <laughs> or his brother.
0: He actually did kill that person. And now he has a thirst for blood. He wants to be a mercenary. Hilarious.
1: It was, and he was like. Remember when I kidnapped my cousin that was like, killed? You mean killed. <laughs>
0: uh, let's see here. Let's talk about the biggest thing that everybody's talking about right now. Baby legs. How did you feel about oh, baby man, leg That Deadpool? was my
1: favorite part. Is him crossing <laughs> his legs every time he decided whether he was going to have his gun pointed at Cable or not. And then yes. getting up and walking over to shake his hand. That was... It was like, it wasn't like watching a baby walk for the first time, but it was like.
0: Oh, but they treated it that way. They,
1: they did. <laughs> it, it was like, it was like, it was almost like watching a baby walk for the first time. But like, you know that that baby is, is just wrong. Like, it's just an, not, not only is it an ugly baby, it's like the deformed, just evil little bastard. And it, I don't know. It was just weird.
0: it was weird what i found weird about that scene even though i love it even the peep show part uh, doing the basic instinct homage i don't like how cable just walks in and is like hey everybody we're best friends now i i just felt like cable was a really big downer in this movie for me i felt like he had no real real motivation even when he uh toward the end where you know he saves deadpool you know goes back in time puts the coin inside Deadpool's chest so he doesn't get shot. And you get that sense that, yeah, my daughter and my wife will be okay. I'll just figure things out. I, I feel like his motivation is so crazy. Like, there's, there's, there's nothing that that I really like about this guy. Like I, and I love Cable as a character. I found him very interesting. But this movie rendition, I felt like he's supposed to be this badass soldier. and in, in my head, he's like a bootleg Terminator almost.
1: Yeah, I agree. They didn't treat it like that. And he... I don't. I'm still not really sure why he kind of not gave up, but like why he he came to the desperation of having to team up with Deadpool so quickly.
0: It made no sense. He could have let Deadpool die. He was happy to die, you know. Yeah, and, it was you like,
1: and I, I would have understood if it was like, oh, someone else is trying to get at the kid. And okay, okay, I understand Juggernaut was there, right? But I don't, I don't feel like he. Made an attempt, even it was like, "Oh, dragonauts too intimidating. I need
0: help." Yeah. Th- that or and, and the death scene as well too. As funny as it was, I felt like it went a little too long in my opinion. I felt like we got like about five minutes of Deadpool dying oh, and coming back, dying yeah, and coming back.
1: I I do think that was a little too long.
0: Um, one thing that I do like about the movie too. I know we're, we're bashing a couple of things, but there are some funny and great things about it. Uh, Domino with uh, ZZ Bates. You know, she's also in that show that we love as well to Atlanta with Donald Glover. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. She did a great job as Domino. I, you know, I love her power of luck. I felt like we could have got more with that character. I felt like she was more of a side character in this movie. And if we do get more movies when it comes to X-Force or Deadpool 3, I'd love to see what she can do. Because that power is so interesting in the comic books. I kinda wanted to see more when it came to the on screen performance. Yeah. I mean
1: I was satisfied with her character. Yeah, okay. yeah, it was kinda like she was a side character, but I don't think I would have wanted her to have more of a spotlight. I think that they I think they gave her enough shine. Especially like that that's like her first time doing a like a superhero type character, right?
0: I, I guess so. I I from what I've seen I haven't seen her do anything with that much physical action. I think she yeah. did a good job for fighting scenes. That 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 um truck scene when they're trying to, you know, save Russell from being transported from from point A to point B was pretty fun as well too. Um you know her luck powers are just dropping from place to place, landing from things for hands tucked behind her head, knowing that she's gonna land safely. Things of those uh, of, of those factors, ha, X factors, uh, were pretty fun in this movie. But I, I just wanted just maybe a little bit more. I I, I don't like how I mean, this is just me because I I feel like she could have been ten times better than what we got. The reference where Deadpool was like, yeah, let's go black black. De- uh what was it black 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 Widow? Or black Black Widow, something like that. Oh, you know, okay. I was like, I, I don't want her referencing with Black Widow whatsoever. I want her as her own standalone character. Like, don't put her in that position whatsoever because I feel like Black Widow is like pushed to the side heavily in the Marvel films where she deserves her own movie.
1: I, you really feel like that? I don't feel like. Yeah, man. I feel like she
0: she's like the chick of the movie. Like that's what I feel like like she never feels like one of the boys. She always feels like yeah, I'm Black Widow and. This is my spot. I think, like, I think
1: maybe in Infinity War, I, I could kind of see that. But in every previous Avengers movie, I feel like she's had a pretty significant role, especially I, with her little love story with the Hulk.
0: I feel like she could, she could, she could hold her own movie. I mean, I know that, you know, Ghost and Shell was a bust, but, you know, movies like Lucy are really great. We could definitely see, you know, an action movie with a female. And I feel like she has enough movies under her belt now that, you know, Black Widow can have her own movie. And it It could be a great movie if you really put some heart and soul into it. Yeah, um, I
1: don't, I'm not too hard about that part.
0: Okay, <laughs> maybe it's just me wanting more. I guess then, yeah. Which it 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 happens. It happens. Um, was there a part of this movie that you could have just lived without, or maybe a character that you just didn't care too much about? Uh,
1: character. I don't. I don't think so. Cause I, I mean, besides like the X Force characters, I felt like everyone was. I think everyone got enough of their due. Besides. Cable, um, being only let down. I, uh, let see. not a, not like a huge letdown. Like I still love the movie. Just I would, I wasn't expecting as much for him as you were, but okay. okay. I was definitely expecting like a like the first fight he had with Deadpool when they were in the prison. Right, that was cool, but something more. I guess closer to life and death with them. I was looking right.
0: forward to. Like, he never felt like a threat. Cable never felt like he can kill me. He always yeah. felt like, I know he's going to team up with Deadpool at the end of the movie. So, let's just get through this. It's kind of like Batman vs. Superman. Like, I know they're going to fight, but they're going to team up anyway. But I
1: liked their fight better.
0: What, Batman vs. Superman? Yeah. Yeah, I can say that, definitely. I mean, two uh, completely different contrasts, but their fight felt more personal, I guess, more than this was. Um, where I felt like Deadpool was just in the way of things, um, which I can understand in this movie. Um, to me, I felt like the headmaster, the one that was torturing, you know, Russell and all the, yeah. all the mutants that were in that rehabilitation center. I felt like he was a throwaway character. I felt like there could have been more emphasis on him, or wanting to kill him, or at least more of a backhanded story than what we got.
1: Yeah, he wasn't
0: really. He wasn't a factor.
1: He, his his story was kind of like Jiren's story. It was like, here's the layout. Here's the character. Deal with it.
0: Yeah, pretty much. And then I know you like that scene. I didn't care too much about the um, the uh, first class group of X Men that showed up in the mansion and they closed the door. I
1: don't think it was necessary. It wasn't. But it was, you know, it was it was a nice little cheesy scene.
0: It was fun because you know you have them complaining like, damn, the studio can't you know be. The studio can't even throw in some X-Men characters in this movie. And it's a sequel. And you get, you know, you know the, the current Cyclops, the current Jean Grey, the current Beast, and the current Professor X in one room as they close the door within 10 seconds. Which was fun. But, number one, it kind of confuses the timeline as well. Yeah, too, I didn't notice that when I was watching it. It, it really messed me up. Because I'm like, I'm trying to figure out where Deadpool was in the timeline. And, you know, we have that universe. So, I'm, I'm guessing this is a shared universe. okay. So now we establish this is kind of a shared universe, I guess, with that scene. Okay, those characters right now, they were last seen in the 80s. This next movie was Supernova. It's going to be set in the 90s. So are we to assume that this iteration of Deadpool is in the 90s? And we can't even say that because of the fact that there's references to Prince dying or David Bowie dying and things of that nature and current music and things like Justin Bieber References as well, too, where uh, Russell calls Negasonic Teenage uh, Warhead Justin Here was hilarious. You know, so we get things like that that make it more relevant to this day and age. I know there's a timeline somewhere on where we're at, but uh, maybe the end credits scene kind of ruins all that anyway. But I felt like that kind of distracted me a little bit.
1: Yeah, I can see that. I I mean, I'm not sure if people felt more like me or like you when they first saw it, where you didn't really catch on to it at first but the being the way that the movie is constructed, I think that you can get away with of putting it in there, even if it doesn't follow the timeline correctly. It's just one of those little snippets. Like, like look like the opening scene with Logan, right? It's like, yeah. Okay. Well, if Logan's old, shouldn't Deadpool or at least his girlfriend have aged a little bit more as well.
0: It's true. Very true. Very true. So you get points like that as well too. Um, Let's talk about the end credits scene. You know, we're very, very spoiler. If you guys are still tuning into this, uh, you probably see this already. The multiple end scenes. The the first one where Negasonic teenage Warhead is actually uh, fixing the uh, the, the flux capacitor back. time time traveling device yeah. that Cable brought, and now it has an unlimited time traveling uh, capacity. And you see Deadpool just going crazy, just um, saving Vanessa. So now we know that Vanessa's back in the movie universe. I'm I'm assuming so, right?
1: Yeah. Um, I didn't. To be honest with you, that's one thing I didn't really like that much was that
0: he reset everything.
1: That and the fact that she actually gave him the time travel device, like, and yeah. and she knew it was a bad idea. Like, as soon as she, as soon as he left. So, being the the negative teenager that she is. It was kind of disappointing to see her so easily hand over a device like that to Deadpool.
0: Yeah, so that happens. We see him save Vanessa. So I guess Vanessa's back in continuity. Uh, we see him, well, he goes back to Wolverine Origins where you see the the fake Deadpool the, uh, with the sewed up mouth and the swords coming out of his arms. We see Deadpool shooting the shit out of him and we kind of get a standoff with him and Wolverine which seemed pretty cool, but it really, in Logan, it was just superimposed from that movie, which I really wish we got Hugh Jackman just to say something in that movie, just to acknowledge Deadpool, which he hasn't yet. So, like, we got that sense where he kills off the fake Deadpool. Uh, was He kills yeah, himself, really Ryan Reynolds. It was. A, that's what I'm talking about with the fourth wall breaking. Yes, uh, you gotta look at this. All right, There may be some bitterness when it comes to Ryan Reynolds with Green Lantern. Granted, but you have your own franchise right now. You have moved on from what Green Lantern was. Yes, it was a flop. But at the end of the day, hell, even the DC Universe has moved on right now from Green Lantern. So it's like, yes, I, I understand you have a personal vendetta against Warner Brothers and DC Comics for that. But come on. Without Green Lantern, without that flop, he would have never probably had the motivation to to do Deadpool. Yeah. So you know, the Lord works in mysterious ways and that's what happened, man. Yeah, it's kind of like you you might not
1: agree with this one, but how I see like DC's F-ups with their movies and then you get an amazing Wonder Woman. Like, I loved Wonder Woman, but yeah, pretty much every movie prior to that, I was like, that was disappointing, especially Suicide Squad.
0: I agree. I agree. Wonder Woman is the only movie in D.C. right now, in this whole D.C. extended universe that they're doing that, number one, is great. It's a great movie, fantastic movie from top to bottom. Uh, maybe a little bit of crazy at the end, but still top to bottom, great movie. Other than that, it's all shit. Uh, I
1: haven't seen Justice League yet. I'm still
0: late on that. Uh, I, it's shit. I can't, I
1: can't judge that one
0: yet. I can't. It's shit. Like it's It's... It's, I, I'm. you know what, I'll, I'll be ballsy right now. I'll say that I liked Batman vs. Superman over Justice League. Wow, oof. Yeah, yeah, and that's saying something because I hate that movie too, I but I, I felt I mean, like I liked, I liked that was, versus Superman. I think Batman vs. Superman was more constructive as far as a script and I guess a motivation than what Justice League was. I felt like um oh this is not just a Lee bash podcast. I won't do that, I know you haven't watched it yet, so when you do watch it, we'll probably get your thoughts on that too. I I would love to hear that. But um, you know, I, I felt like we're poking too much at the DC universe. They're gonna they're gonna find their way uh once again, but I, I think um me personally I'm just tired of seeing the whole poking fun of the DC universe from Ryan Reynolds. He has a successful franchise. You know he has everything he's ever wanted—a superhero franchise. I think it's time to let it go.
1: Yeah, it was a bit excessive with the like the the Martha one is a little unnecessary.
0: So, what do you see this now as far as a universe? Do you see a Deadpool three if everything just basically reset? Do you see the consequences at of this time machine really affecting the the X Men universe, or you think it's just Deadpool stuff? I think
1: it's just Deadpool stuff. I'm not expecting him in, to be with more X Men in the next movie. Um, I I maybe I have my expectations a little too high for this, but I am still expecting to see Death more more so than Spider Man. Me me seeing Spider Man in the next Deadpool movie is like me seeing Gohan take his father's freaking. <laughs> so, I, 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 can, I don't see why not use death, though, you know?
0: I mean, maybe they're saving death for, for Thanos as well, too, because death um, is also a character with Thanos, um, someone that um, Thanos is always chasing after, even though we don't see that in Infinity War. Um, for that podcast, there's a lost podcast out there, which we did a great job on, but it's in podcast hell somewhere. I don't know what happened to it. <laughs> But um Thanos, you know, is a different character that we get from the comic books and I don't think he's uh attracted by the idea of death anymore. So I maybe we'll get that, maybe you know Marvel Studios doesn't want to use that for the Avengers, maybe we could get that in Deadpool.
1: I could see that. Um but I I don't I don't see them bringing out death in um in, in the next Infinity War movie because I feel, I feel like they're gonna spend enough time bringing out the reserved characters like Ant-Man and and possibly the the Wasp. Wasp. I'm not I'm not sure if I'm expecting to see her as much as I am Ant-Man, but consider I mean considering the Ant-Man and the Wasp movie coming out, I wouldn't be surprised to see her either.
0: Yeah, she's she's a Avenger as well too. Um, so I don't mind um, comic books. She's a, she's a very well-known Avenger, so Ant-Man and Wasp would be great. Do you, do you think that um, his mentor is going to die in that movie? Oh, uh, Hank Pym? Definitely. I I could see them killing off Hank Pym. Um, definitely in the next movie, especially with them finding the mother again as well, too. Um, and I think the mother is being played by um, uh, I forget her name, Michelle Pfeiffer. There you go. The, the Catwoman of the 90s. She's going to be playing the mother, so It's going to be very interesting, that movie. A lot of people are writing it off because a lot of people really do hate Ant-Man for some reason. I like Ant-Man for what it was. It was a fun little heist movie. It could have been different, yes. It could have been maybe a little bit, I guess, more Marvel cinematic. It was very, um, I want to say it was the most human out of all the Marvel movies. I don't know if you agree with that.
1: I see see what you mean, but I, I don't. I don't, see, I don't have anything against that movie.
0: Yeah, people really hate that movie. I don't know why. But that goes to show you, um, even Marvel's worst movie or a less thought-of movie, it's still a good movie in my yeah. opinion. I mean, I didn't...
1: I love his character, especially um, his, little, his little team that he always has. Yeah.
0: yeah. Not, not everything has to be a giant you know, end-of-the-world end story some things can be set in a certain place and things get taken care of you know we've seen that with doctor strange we've seen that with um other superhero movies as well too black panther where it's just like their own little slice of heaven that they need to fix and i think that's what we're missing from a lot of these movies as well too where um with deadpool uh to bring it back again i felt like deadpool has his own place but i feel like we're getting a little further away from what we loved about Deadpool, I think they're really trying hard to make it a franchise, whether it's X-Force, whether it's him being part of the X-Men universe, whether trying to get something going on with Logan again. I think Deadpool works doing Deadpool things. I, yeah, I, I think if they were if they were to do a third one, they should just slow down the team-ups and just really focus on something with Deadpool, like a real Deadpool story. Like Deadpool going to hell. That was a great comic book. I could see Deadpool going to hell as a as a third movie. That'd be fun. I don't know
1: if I, it's, I expect that as a third movie, but, but uh, I, I I don't. I, that's too high of an expectation for me. To, the
0: next <laughs> okay, okay. Let, let me let me make it more uh, reality based. Deadpool taking on another mercenary like Taskmaster or like Bullseye or something like that. I can see Bullseye. You know, some something that could really have fun with this. You know, um, just really sink their teeth into like another assassin trying to take on Deadpool.
1: Yeah, I can definitely see Bullseye because it's, it's like that. That's a good competitor for him. Kind of like um, how I feel about Spider-Man, and I think it's Craven. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: one of my favorite villains. Ooh, a little bit of breaking news for today as well too. Uh, for what I heard so far, I'm not sure if you heard it as well too. Did you hear that they cast the next villain for the next Spider-Man sequel? You told me it was going to be Kraven, right? No, unfortunately not. They're going separate ways. Oh, okay. But your boy Jake Gyllenhaal, Mr. Southpaw himself, is going to be playing Mysterio. Mm, Hmm. How dare you, sir? Mysterio (laughs) is
1: awesome. Mysterio's Mysterio's cool. It's just... I yes, he is. I he's a, a magician. I have a really Voila. hard time picturing Jake Gyllenhaal as Mysterio.
0: Just put the fishbowl <laughs> helmet on him. Just put the fish... Put the freaking fishbowl helmet on him. That's what everybody wants I mean, wants I'm, I'm not saying
1: he's going to do a bad job. It's just I have a hard time seeing... Like, I can't picture it.
0: That, it, it we've seen crazier things when it comes to movies. That's an expensive think cast. He could, it, it is. It is. Which... Once again, when, when we hear things like this, like sequels to movies, you really kind of... Di- I would have never announced this. Because for the people who don't read comic books, this just cheapens the Spider-Man death in Infinity War. Spoiler alert, I'm sorry if you haven't seen it, <laughs> it kind of <laughs> suck, But they kind of cheapens the Spider-Man death in Infinity War. And it's like, wait a minute, a sequel? What the fuck? So you know he's coming right, back. You're right. And if you, if you look at that, it's like, well, they're all coming back obviously yeah. now. So that effect that, that, that happened in that movie where everybody just dies just proves my point. We already know these movies are having sequels. So it kind of just makes no sense.
1: Yeah, I agree. Especially with what you said before on our Lost podcast, how their deaths yeah. <laughs> should have been – would have been more meaningful had they chosen the – old Avengers.
0: Yeah, the original team, whether it was like, um, you know, Bruce Banner, you know, Steve Rogers, Tony Stark, if they would have all, like, even War Machine, if they would have all just, like, disappeared, and you were just left with Doctor Strange and maybe Star-Lord and uh, Rocket, um, um, Black Panther, and maybe a couple, of Winter Soldier, you would have had, a, 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 number one, you would have had a new title for your next movie. It could have been New Avengers, because that's a comic book. New Avengers. You could have had that right there lined up for you, or Avengers disassembled or reassembled one of those titles. You had so many titles to play with right now, but you kind of, I felt like they dropped the ball. Maybe they have a bigger picture. Maybe they do. I don't know. I'm not Kevin Feige. I don't have a billion dollars, so I don't know. But, <laughs> yeah. you know, if it was me, I would have done it like that because I would have avoided um, all these red herrings, like sequels and spinoffs that we know are going to happen now. How is
1: Deadpool doing in comparison
0: well, um, it did knock Avengers off, so it, it does the take the claim weekend. right now. Yeah, well, you know, not as great as Avengers. You know, Avengers, you know, made um, close to almost two hundred million, while Deadpool, I believe, only made one hundred and one, which is not bad yeah. whatsoever. But the same token, it is the second highest opening day for R rated movie. So, you know, not bad whatsoever. It's getting the same, um, close to the same reviews as the first movie as well, too. Uh, with a critic rating, I think it was around eighty-four as well. So you know, it, it's still pretty high. It's pretty uh, favorable amongst the fans. You know, it, it, I just I I think the fans really do see it as well too. Where I think they were a little fatigued from what I'm seeing. They're a little fatigued with the team up in this movie, and I felt like it was focusing more on Fran. Remember how Iron Man Two was more a setup for everything else instead of an Iron Man movie. I felt like this was the same thing almost where I felt like we were say- setting up other things like possibly an X-Men crossover, possibly another X-Force, possibly another this or that. Now we have a time change. Like it set up so many other things, but we didn't really get like Deadpool as fullest. I felt like that for Iron Man two, where they were setting up, you know, another Avengers movie and they were setting up other, you know, villains and then, you know, setting up other stories for other characters like Scarlet, um, like a Black Widow and things like that, Nick Fury and things of that nature. So I don't know. That was just my um feelings on it. It's not a bad movie. Like I said, four out of five, I loved it. I just had, I wished it would have went a little bit different in direction.
1: I didn't feel that way about Iron Man two. I felt like it was Iron Man. Really? Yeah.
0: Really, I don't know. I felt like we we were focusing on you know Scarlet. Um, I kept on saying Scarlet, which I don't know why. A Black Widow and her introduction to the cast with Nick Fury and you know Nick Fury trying to convince Iron Man that we have to make an Avenger team, and Iron Man is like I don't know. And I felt like we kind of got that story, and then a little bit of Whiplash in that movie. I felt like Whiplash was such a second rate character in that movie, and Nicky Rook's an amazing actor, and I pretty I I think he could have. Made that his own a little bit more if they focus more on the character in that movie instead of just the the whole ensemble. Because if you look at the Marvel movies, they are like reading one big comic book. They have like chapters. It's like you know Iron Man one, Iron Man two, and it's like if you go back into these movies, you kind of want to watch the next one to see what happens. It's like a little 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 comic, yeah. Book, if
1: you will. Especially with their their end credit scenes, but I yep. I feel like each movie has has had enough of those incredible scenes to tie things together. And as far as Ant-Man 2, I don't think it they forced me with any integration scenes in the movie setting up the next Avengers and stuff like that. I feel like it wasn't enough. It wasn't like, this, this is going to happen. You're going to team up with this guy. You're going to meet this guy. You're going to find Spider-Man and all of that.
0: I think, um, I, th- I think right now, so far, uh, if we were to look at my favorite Marvel movie right now to this day. It it's really to me Guardians of the Galaxy. I think they have done the best mashup First one. better than this movie. Yeah, because I feel like even though Deadpool Two to kinda of bring it back again to Deadpool, Deadpool Two, you know, gives you the whole kind of Guardians of the Galaxy vibe with the mashup of Russell and, you know, um Cable and Domino and Deadpool becoming a family at the end. Um I don't buy it as much as I did with Guardians. I feel like that ragtag of different kind of heroes brought together by one common goal means more as a family and as a team than this new iteration of X-Force and Deadpool Yeah, you know,
1: I felt like they had a kind of overpowering team, especially at, at least in numbers, just to take on at first Cable and then juggernaut
0: yeah but even that being said oh yeah i forgot you know uh, colossus there too which I, I didn't even get to i guess colossus is the lead the x mansion to hang out with deadpool which i don't get like colossus looks like he has a pretty cushy job at the x mansion chills drives the x for uh, the x wing you know hangs out in the mansion all day does his own missions kind of like a leader the hell are you giving that up for Deadpool for? I don't
1: know. Well, I mean that's his that's his buddy. You know he looks out. I don't know why.
0: I guess. I guess. At, at any rate though, fun movie. I enjoyed it. I know you enjoyed it. Do you have any um, last remarks about the movie whatsoever?
1: Um. I I just hope they they keep it up. Don't don't flop. Don't flop. Keep it up.
0: Okay, um, my last thoughts. I want, if they're going to make a part three, I really would want it to be more of an essential Deadpool movie. Focus on him. Focus on on him being a mercenary or uh, just a Deadpool story. Don't you think that, that would kind of nullify
1: this movie,
0: though? I think At least a little bit. the ending of this movie nullified this movie. okay. Okay. <laughs> A, a, a bit. I think but like you could kind of forget about this movie knowing about the end credits. Scene. A, a
1: bit. But like the the whole journey in his in his in his wife or girlfriend or whatever telling him you like your heart's not in the right place, you know, don't you feel like he kinda gave up being a mercenary due to that that journey?
0: I don't know. I you know, I'll be straight up with you, I don't wanna see Russell again. I'm not captivated by that character to see him again in another Deadpool movie. Like, he didn't make me want to see him more. Remember how we saw X-23 and Logan? She made me want to see her again in a movie. This kid, no. Not really. Sorry. Wait. And I definitely don't want to see Cable. What kid are you talking about? Russell. uh, Oh, Oh, yeah. I,
1: I don't want to see him again either.
0: Exactly. So I don't want to see Cable. I do want to see Domino. Maybe we could have, like, a team up with them two. But yeah. at the end of the day, you know, I don't want to see that whole collective group of characters again. I'd rather see an a intimate story with Deadpool, maybe throw some domino in. I. Movie. And, um, you know, especially that fight scene where he actually sticks a wire up Juggernaut's ass and calls it a Russian <laughs> I think I'm double Colossus now. You know, it's. it's I, I think I want more of an intimate story with the character. Yeah, I can agree with that. Well, with that being said, we gave our ratings for the movie. I hope you guys did enjoy it. Uh, Jay, where can people find you if they want to talk to you about comic books or anime or anything in general?
1: They can reach me at my Gmail. It's, uh, nion340 at gmail.com.
0: All right. Awesome, awesome, awesome. If they want to reach uh, Sideshow Conversations, you can always go on. Uh, Facebook at the Sideshow Conversations page. It's on iTunes. It's on Anchor. It's on Podcast Republic. Uh, if you want to reach me, Val Cisco, you can reach me on Instagram, Val Cisco, Twitter, Val Sisko. Um, Yeah, have some fun. Give us some ideas. If you want a movie for us to rate as well to you, maybe go back into the Marvel Universe or even the DC. If you want an honest opinion about Justice League, let us know. Jay will watch it, and I will watch it one more time with him or, or for him. So I could give a, a second go around with this movie, and we'll give our honest opinion about it.
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, I don't know. I don't have high
1: expectations for it, but you shouldn't. I I think it'll please
0: me. No, <laughs> I think a character or two will please you. I think the rest you're gonna be like the why. <laughs> <laughs> and, I, uh, and it's going to be tough, but I, I do want to hear, I think everybody probably wants to hear your thoughts and reactions to Justin League compared to the, the plethora of movies we have these days. It's been Real Jay, and until the next one, I look forward to hearing you All again. Right, good night.